yo, 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 it's your boy Sneaky from R&R, recognition and respect. Tune in every Monday from 8 to 9 to catch up with me and my adventures and hear from my guests, ranging from artists to entrepreneurs and much, much more. Catch us every Monday of the week on the west side of the after party. See you at the party, y'all. What is up, everybody? I hope you're doing well. You're tuning in to Recognition and Respect with me, your host, Ryan Renee, a.k.a. Sneaky. Today's R&R is actually about Ryan and Ray. Say what's up to the people, Ray. Hey, how's everybody doing, man? I'm excited to be back. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Dog, I'm always happy when you're around, dog. It's always a good time. Ray's our first returning uh, artist, interviewer, guest for today, interviewee. If uh, if you want to check out his last episode, he was actually the first episode of Recognition and Respect. So go check out the podcast app. Go back on SoundCloud, listen to that first one, Cultivarte. So we're doing Cultivarte 2 today. But uh, before we get into Ray, I got some things I want to talk about. Of course, like always, I had some amazing adventures. Late Nights in Islos. It was a performance and interview with our homie Quetzal. Quetzal, yeah. From the Islos Art Walk. Um, He did a whole video live thing. It's available on YouTube. It's available on his uh, Facebook page. But I uploaded the audio to the podcast app. So if you're interested in hearing my performance and a little quick little interview, I put it up. I also added audio from a podcast I did in San Diego a couple of weeks ago the all too human podcast with my boy cam so uh if you want to hear if you're tuning in live all the time and you want to hear some extra curricular some extra audio you know some uh, other interviews i do from other places make sure you get the podcast app subscribe if you type in sneaky it should be the only pod to pop up as of right now, I'm the only podcaster that goes by Sneaky. So, find me now. Yeah, so find me. My third stop on my birthday circuit, Speak Easy, which happens every second Friday of the month, was lit per usual. Super dope vibes. I had peeps come from Irvine and San Diego, and we had some artists that originate from the East Coast, and we had Mr. Chow Casper from way the hell, I don't know what, drove 50 minutes to come. The homie K. Chris came all the way down from like the Morongo IE area. So we had a lot of like people coming from a a far way away to come celebrate my birthday, to come perform. Like I said, the vibes were dope. DJ Oceans was inside the bar room DJing all night. So after we wrapped up the show, we walked inside and it was a straight party in there. Uh, everybody was drinking, everybody was dancing, everybody was rejoicing, everybody was burning. It was like, honestly, like as a person who does, like is super invested into my birthdays, it was a tight birthday. Like I had to work, obviously, but uh It was cool to have people come and support and say what's up and wish me happy birthday. And I sold some shirts and we took some photos and always good vibes. Like I can't I can't stress that enough. If there's one thing that I try to cultivate or I try to, you know, curate in my events is good vibes. Like you you might not have 150 people there every time, but if there's only 60 and they're all like on the right mindset and everybody's vibing now and everybody is cool with each other i mean it's a great great environment and then me and ray ray and i did the uh, east los art walk last night 
again. Again. Little slow. Little slow, but summer is officially here. It was hot. I dropped a legit freaking trance EDM day party festival set. We were That's out there. That's pretty good. Right? <laughs> we, were yeah. out, we were out there raging like if like if we were raving. I thought it was in Vegas. I'm telling yeah. you. Hey man. <laughs> hey, we all have dreams. We all have dreams. Um. Yeah, so those are my adventures, and obviously they're a little light. They're a little light, you know, in between the birthday circuit, and, you know, I've just been going through a lot of personal stuff, which I'm going to take a second to talk about because I feel like uh, it's important. When I auditioned for this show, one of the questions Montana asked me was, "What is there anything you're not willing to talk about? Is there anything that you're uncomfortable talking about? And I told her no, and I think it's like it's, it's when I said it, I meant it, and now that I'm here and I'm having some uncomfortable moments i'm gonna talk about it just let let her know i was i was real montana if you're listening i'm the realist um because i know you're listening <laughs> um i just been i've been having a lot of bad luck lately man and maybe it's not bad luck i don't want to say it's all bad luck because some of it is definitely because of my behavior my actions it's all like repercussions cause and effect type shit maybe i'm living out karma from past lives uh maybe i'm living out karma from this life i'm not sure um but there's been like a lot of negative things that I've been encountering in my space. And um, I don't want to get too into details, but let's just say I've been spending a lot of money that I don't have in order to be able to continue to do all the things that I love. And um, it just feels like someone's trying to tell me a message or if I'm being tested or like if i it feels like i'm not doing something that i'm supposed to be doing and um i don't know if this is a common feeling or if it's one that i'm just having so uh, i'm pretty sure it's not it, i'm pretty sure i'm not that special that's something that i have some unique mm, feeling yeah. that no one else has so um yeah you know like i i uh i've been trying to overcome and it just seems like one thing after another has been just kind of hitting me and uh I do portray a very positive mindset, a very positive lifestyle. I do go out there and I have a great time. I live an awesome life. I'm not going to deny that. But these past 10 days have been really, like, wearing me down. And honestly, like, I've been finding it difficult to get up and be myself and channel my energy and you know i just feel like i'm at a i keep hitting obstacles whether they're imposed by a third party or they're something that i set up for myself i keep hitting these obstacles and it, it's breaking down my momentum it's breaking down my spirit it's breaking down my uh my will and um i like having people like ray in my corner and I, there's a lot of other people uh Tony Granz, if you're listening, thank you for reaching out and being a true homie, even though we just met and got connected, like, you know, you texting me and calling me and telling, you know, uh, Jelani, thank you for reaching out, Face, Dance, everybody who's been there for me and who's been, like, in my text messages telling me to keep pushing and keep doing my thing, all the homies in the GT, there's 15 of y'all, I'm not going to name you all, you know who you are, um, I appreciate each and every one of you because, honestly, like, 
if I didn't have a bunch of people in my corner telling me to keep pushing, I don't really know what I, how I would feel right now, you know? Like, I really feel like my support system, and again, this is beating this with a dead horse, broken record. If you're tired of hearing this, I'm sorry, but like support systems, communities, having people that support you and have your back and they're going to encourage you, super important. And I'm li really leaning on all my people right now. And um, I'm going to wrap this up because I want to talk to my boy Ray, but I just want to say that um, it's important to be honest, you know, like rest in peace, Anthony Bourdain, rest in peace, Kate Spade. You know, these were people who seemingly had it all, who lived great lives, who were out there doing shit that people wish they could. They dream people would put, pay money and do whatever they could to swap lives with these people. And these people didn't even want to live, you know what I'm saying? And that's, you know, mental health and suicide, depression, anxiety, all this shit is really serious. And um, I feel a lot better. I said, I just talked and ranted right now to a bunch of people that I don't even know if y'all are listening, but I feel a hell of a lot better already. So, you know, if there's something on your chest, if, you've, if you're feeling like you're being beat down, if the world, if the universe, if the system, if you're just feeling like everything is really heavy, reach out talk vent hit me up come on my show you know <laughs> we'll, we'll hash it out um you're not alone I, I i live an awesome life people want to be me and i'm over here fucking struggling to get through a day because a lot of things have been coming negative my way a lot of obstacles a lot of hurdles but at the end of the day um there's always a silver lining. I've made some positive changes in my life. I've decided to look at, at these obstacles as a test, as a challenge, as something that I'm going to rise to and I'm going to overcome. And um, I'm not going to stop. And I don't expect any of you who are listening to stop. And there's, uh, there's not enough time or energy or anything. So just, you know, every moment of every day, love it, live it, breathe it, enjoy it. And, um, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, if I bummed you out on your drive home, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I really needed to get that out. You know, like I, I'm struggling right now and, uh, to the point where I didn't even have a guest for today cause I was just like so caught up with everything else. And I called my boy Ray and he's like, I'm fucking there. <laughs> and, <-host>. and, yeah. <laughs> Ray and Ryan, Ryan Ray, and Ray, yeah, R and R. Change the name of the show to, uh, Ryan and Ray. <laughs> Ryan and Ray. Um, <laughs> R and R. So yeah, man, um, life's hard, and even people that seem like they got it all together, they're struggling too. So never feel like you're alone, because uh, we're all just human beings having this uh, this experience here together. Well, I mean, even when you, when you're doing what you love to do, it's not easy. That's kind of what I'm. You know what I mean? That's why you're here, right? That's, to talk about that. So let's it, get into it. Yeah, yeah. Last time you were here, you had a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had, had yeah, that's past past tense. So had a job. Um, it was it was good, uh, but it got to the point where where I wasn't growing as a person there anymore either. And so there was I hit the ceiling, you know. Right. Sometimes and uh, so I kind of felt like I had to move on. And at the end of the day, um, it wasn't the best treatment either in the company, you know. So it's kind of like you're there because you're you're kind of forced to be there sometimes, and then you're you're hustling, you're working right, taking that money and putting it somewhere else. And I have been thinking about it for a while. Right? We talked about it, and I actually talked myself out of it right before <laughs> I was here in the first show. But uh, this time again, you know, um, I, I've, I've actually uh, went out and talked to a couple of folks that have 
that are running their own spaces, you know, and I kind of got some feedback and had some conversations with these folks and, and uh, like you said, a little bit of a support system, you know. I don't feel like I have a support system, but I feel like they're part of the community that are there for folks who need a system, you know what I mean? You don't have to be in a system, you kind of find your space, you know, find find the people that, that, that create this, this safe space for you, you know. So I went out to a, a big shout out to Espacio uh, 1839, if anybody knows out there, the, the you know, they have Is a... Is that a... Uh... Who who runs that space? Is that uh, it's run by a, a collective? It, it's uh, no, not anymore. It's actually Nico, 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 and and his wife. Um, is that Cali? No, no, that's that's a different. No, different yeah, this, yeah, yeah, this, this is a. a you know, too many folks. people, dog. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, they, they they know each other as well. So you know, we it's just a big network, and uh, so I was out there for a show uh, supporting one of the homies, Jimmy, Jimmy Saldivar. You know, he's a, a good artist. I work with him all the time, and. He was having a show at Espacio 1839, so I went out there. And Which I was, is where for the people uh, if they want to go Boyle visit. Heights. Boyle, Boyle Heights. Heights, yeah, right next to Mariachi Plaza. So if, if you know, if you Mariachi Plaza is big, so you can't, you know, it's just walking this, you know, half a block from Mariachi Plaza. So um, they got a lot of uh, dope T-shirts, uh, man, pins, books. They sell all kinds of stuff there, you know. The, but but it's all kind of like a grassroots. So it's like community Local, based art, like, like yeah, you know, it's like, all that gets. All sourced from like no corporations in there, no, no, corpor- no China, no, no China no, shit, no, no. no. Yeah, everything's uh, made by the artists, you know. And 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 Nico himself makes some some product and some shirts, and they throw shows, man. They support a lot of women. They they you know it's a great great space. They organize a lot of things out of there. So I was talking to him, and he and and you know I brought up that like man, I feel like quitting my job, you know. And he kind of said, well, what's what's the worst that can happen? Because you you quit your job and it doesn't work out and you go get another job <laughs> right <laughs> and i'm like wow that's 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 really the worst thing that can happen really you know and he's not wrong like I, we were talking about this before like um in light of everything that's going on with me right now i've been looking yeah. to find like a part-time like go find a job just something for the meantime friend you know like yeah i try to do this 24 7 use my art to pay my bills and everything but like if it's not sustainable, it's not sustainable, you know? Like, if you, if it can't, if, if it's not, you know, if you need to take a break or take a detour or find an alter, an alternate source of income, Sometimes then... you just need, yeah, some more income to grow what you're trying to grow, yeah. you know? Doesn't and mean that you're going to stop. It just means that you, you need, you need you know, more income, faster faster cash flow. Yeah, or, or consistent, secure, consistent, consistent cash flow, flow. yeah. That, so, I mean, your boy was right. It's not, that's, that is literally the worst thing that happened, like... You just got to go find another job. Yeah. So, um, like I said, Ray was already here, so we're not going to do the full interview. If you want to find out everything he does, go back, listen to the old episodes. But I think it's really dope um, when we were driving over here, you talked about how, like, you're really busy and yeah. how uh, it's a good thing and that you like being busy. And so just kind of fill us in. Let's see, you haven't been here. What it's, we're on our, so it's like been a month or two going on two months. Only. <laughs> well, it happens every week, y'all recognition and respect I, Monday, time, eight time, to I, nine. I feel like it's been forever, you know, that I haven't been here, but so I, I, yeah, I ended up quitting my job cause I, I felt like that was already taking too much time of what I wanted to do. So oh, I felt like it was that right moment. And, and maybe not financially, but at least like feeling wise, you know, inside me, I felt like it was that right moment to, to take that chance to say like, you know what, like, you know, I got into an argument and I, and I already had those feelings. So it just kind of like 
you know, I just, I was at the point where it just, I, I didn't blow up because I already knew. That you're on your way out. That yeah, I was yeah. on my way out, you know, just, I didn't expect it to happen that soon. Right. right? But it, it just kind of got there, you know, it's just that, the, the. So what's a day in the life now? Instead of going to this job to work for yeah. someone else, like you go, you're at your space first thing in the morning, you have normal working hours now. Is I, that, I, what does that look like? What's like a. Right now, right, right now it's been crazy, you know. It's just been crazy because I do all kinds of things. I'm out vending. I'm out. I'm inside the shop making frames. I'm printing. Um, you know, it's it's just, man. I, I'm telling you, I've been busy, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I just, all kinds of places. My weekends are gone. I'm I'm out doing events. So when I come back to the shop during the week, I'm working. You know, um, my days, my days are are usually now. I have more time, so I feel like. Um, Time flies though, you know, but I feel like I, I have more time to organize myself, you know, to invest in myself. So this month, this last month, it's been flying by because I feel like I've been trying to catch up to everything that I, that's kind of had fallen behind because I'm, I'm having to go to work, you know. And, mm -hmm. and so I feel like uh, like I haven't really made it a public announcement that, that I'm there full time because I'm, I still, I'm still landing jobs here and there. So I'm, I'm staying busy plus what I already had and trying to get everything situated. I haven't really made a big announcement. So that's, that's like until, to, until right now. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it's a big announcement. We probably get like 50 listeners, maybe like over the course of the next couple of weeks i actually been checking out the stats of the cast just to kind of see where we're, we're yeah, lining yeah. up and you know we kind of it's just our homies listening but, full, so but, anybody but listening like they probably already know that you're there at the shop full time. A, a couple a couple of the homies you know that, that see me on an everyday basis but not not every not everybody you know so i feel like kind of like finally now i'm getting it out like if you go uh, check out Cultivarte Studios right now on the Instagram, you, there's a photo of me right here at the after party. Hey! Right. So it's kind of like uh, now that I don't that I'm not working in this industry that ties down to what I do, that I can actually promote myself, you know, and put myself out there, give a face to my business, let people know who I am, you know, kind of right, make more it more personal, a little make bit more, more personal, yeah, because I feel like uh, that's what that's what business is coming back to, you know. Before you can get away with the corporate. But nowadays, every, just a logo like, and like yeah. a tagline, like we are a yeah, family yeah. company. Selling, selling products, but now every, everything's everything's tied together. You know? They want to know who you are. They want to know that you're getting your your stuff ethically. That you know that yeah. They want more input on what the product is, and I've been telling right. that to a lot of my clients lately, who are. Uh, they, they're trying to find they want to get in touch with the millennial you know they yeah. want they need that new demographic and it's like well you know we want we want to know everything we're we're spoiled though we we got the we get the behind the scenes on everything in life and now we want it we want the behind the scenes of the company too but i think what's cool about what you're doing is that um because we you recently did a um abolish the prison healing yeah and you said something kind of off the cuff, but it really stuck with me. You said, I feel like Cultivarte is getting back to its roots now. Yeah. And I think, you think that, first, we can go into what the roots are, but I just want to kind of pose the question, like, do you feel like you got away from the roots because you weren't doing it full time and because it was kind of like a side thing and because you were trying to, like, hustle and just it was kind of more about having an alternative source of income as opposed to yeah, well, like your true passion projects? I, I felt like I, I found myself uh, picture framing all the time, which is what, that's my business, you know, but Cultivarte as a, as a studio, we're, we're, we also 
talk about many issues, you know, in the community. So that's how we get our, our point across as well, you know, kind of a, a few of the things that we stand for. You can see it in our art, you know. So that's uh, being uh, framing, framing all the time and going to work and not having enough time to actually create, to get, you know, to get it out. I felt like, yeah, we, I've, I've distanced myself away from what the roots are, you know. I find myself just trying to print the stuff I already had and trying to, you know, go out and vend. And, and, but now I feel like I'm, I'm just getting around the time that I have a little bit to create, to be more creative, you know, to actually sit down and, like, get my thoughts together, you know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, uh, put them out there, you know. And, and that's what the roots, roots of Cultivarte are, you know. The name is, like, culture and, and, and art, you know, all in one. And um, so when I found myself framing all the time, I, I, I didn't have time to create, you know. Right. Even though I love I love what I do, but it, it, it I also love my hobbies, you know, mm-hmm. or or just like uh, pa- expressing myself, yeah, you know, yeah, my yeah. passions, yeah, yeah. So we were at uh, just this Saturday, we were at, at uh, in front of the LA uh, Men's Central Jail. Uh, there's a little green space right there next to uh, where people go visit their folks. So um, I was out there with uh, Dignity and Power Now. It's a nonprofit organization that uh, you know works with the uh, and does that kind of work. Prison, you know, prison abolishment Ref- work. Ab- abolishment, not yeah, reform, not, right? Not reform or divestment. You know, it's like we we want to get rid of this this system. You know that. And so there's a lot of trauma of, of folks walking through the, through that space. You know, so. Uh, Right Either out. from like wrongly accused or ridiculous sentences based on nonviolent crimes, just or everything, everything violent, nonviolent. You know, we're, but where does the trauma of, come from for the person that's that's in these spaces? Well, uh, like the folks that come to see their families. You know, sometimes you, you they don't get to see their families. Sometimes these folks are not made accessible. You know, sometimes they can't locate. You know, or they they're somewhere else, or the, the timing doesn't work right. Um, sometimes they only get five minutes, ten minutes. Um, you know, right, right, right. Um, I was just talking to this lady on Saturday. She approached me because I, I feel like that's what kind of we provide a healing. I was there printing, but also I was there to kind of like I found myself like like a counselor, almost like yeah, like someone like, for people to vent to, listening, listening. Yeah, just you know, being attentive and listening to other folks' struggles. And she was talking about how she always trusted the the police and and the system. And then something went wrong, and her son uh, got accused of murder and. And it, it was, uh, he got into an a altercation with the cops, you know, and they got into a shooting. Uh, there, was a, there was death in, in that, you know, in that case. And uh, he, was a, he, was a, he was a veteran. He's a Marine veteran. So, you know, it just ties in, like, the services, you know, the, the people out here fighting for freedom, right? But he's locked up right now facing, right. facing life, you know? Um, so and just, we don't know the details, right? He might have been guilty, might have yeah, been involved. Like we're not really sure. He's, he, well, he's he's not mentally stable, you know. He's diagnosed. Oh, he's, he's, so this could be like a PTSD yeah, thing. This, this could yeah. be like a, a lack of resources. Yeah. Like fall, he fell through the cracks, and now racial and, profile. There's all kinds of things in that. In yeah. That well, one, one I mean, problem, this is you know? this is what intersectionality is all about, right? Yeah. And I feel like. It's a buzzword in PC culture, and like there's a lot of alt-right folks or just people who think um, that that's not real or that you know it like. But that, this is literally the definition of intersectionality. You have yeah. um, guessing black, right? Because you said racial profiling, which just that in itself that yeah. I could get that from just that says speaks volumes. So we have black. That's one. That's one section of this person's identity. Yeah. And then we got veteran. Veteran. So where the yeah. veteran and the black intersect of what, what the experience it is to be a veteran and the experience it is to be a black person right. in this country, 
that intersection where those two yeah. identities in it, that's what intersection in, in a low income community low income community maybe in a higher income community he would have got access to like the that. he would have got access to the to the resources right because right? right. we're talking about mental health yeah. we're talking about health care we're talking about affordable health care we're talking about actually having staff and doctors and medication and all this stuff is expensive in today's capitalist yeah. free market economy so like yeah i mean yeah well that's so, dope that you're doing work like that though right getting back to the roots because that 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 forces me to create art and what i'm involved in you know right so I felt like um that's what kind of started uh cultivarte and and the art that we create is that it ties down to the to the work we do in the community you know what i mean so if you're not doing that work then you're not really having that energy to create you're not getting yeah. that feedback loop right to to you know we don't just want to sell we, we you know it's, yeah there's a purpose there's a purpose there's a right purpose. right people support our work so they buy a shirt or sometimes uh you know people that, that see us out there printing posters they might come and, and bring me their artwork to frame you know just because they support the other things that that it allows us to do you know or the, or the right. other spaces that we're at so yeah man so just uh, been busy getting super, back super to busy. that getting and, back to that yeah and then we also talked about um I did hip hop nights. Uh, hip hops. Hip hops. Yeah. I forgot about that. At the Golden Road uh, Brewery. Yep. Where which I I will be hosting for my birthday this month on the twenty seventh. Yeah, nice. So y'all better come out to uh, Golden Road Brewery on in Glendale on San Fernando Road on six twenty seven. Um, how was your experience with that? Because I know we talked about it, and you say you didn't you didn't sell a lot. But right. now that we're talking about that, it's not all about the selling. Like, what, what was your biggest takeaway from hip hops? The, um, man, it's just uh, I got to see some folks that I that I that I knew. Right? Okay. Some folks came out to support. And oh, that's like, dope. Oh, shit, there's there's the homegirl dance. You know, hey, yeah, what's yeah, up? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got to meet Jelani, you know, uh, who was taking care of the vending. So as me, as far as networking and as a vendor, like that that just opens up another door, another opportunity, you know? Maybe they do another event somewhere else and they say, "Hey, let's bring Ray," you know? Right, right, right. It was was down to support and and uh, I made a cup I met a, a a couple other folks, you know? I met uh, the homegirl Sara from a uh, Maitri healing company. She Dude, does, shout uh, out Sara. Yeah, she does a bunch of uh, uh products like natural organic products. Not uh, only that, like she, she works with hemp, hemp She gives oils facials and, too. And facials. I went yeah. to her pad. She uh, gave me a facial. She, she first of all, she made no me. No wonder you're looking so glossy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, dog. This is the full treatment. And uh, Sara, if you don't offer this to everybody, I'm sorry. I'm gonna let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. So I went over. She made me a smoothie. With some kind of like powders and like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like essential whatever for health. Some I don't goodies. even know what she put in goodies. there. Goodies. Um, and then she like did steam treatment to get all like my pores open. She made some kind of like it was almost like tea or something mm -hmm. that was boiling. So like it was some kind of like vapor that was going yeah. into my skin. And then uh, and then she laid me down and she like did a whole mask as well as like extraction. Like she was actually pushing like getting like blackheads out mm. and then uh yeah dog and it was, I, my face was like whoosh, and then you, people were telling me like oh man you, you know like i don't know good, i don't know maybe it's placebo effect <laughs> but i was like am i walking around like it was fun i have fun man i also made a uh street rebirth dude yes smurfs yeah yeah i i had uh i never met him before but a couple years back i did the the manabello art walk which he does out there and um i remember him i think maybe back then he was just starting 
starting. I think we were just starting. So to see him out there vending with his, you know, big, big, massive setup. That and the guys are doing next it. level, and, yeah. And to see that growth, you know, in, in, in a couple of years, you know, and... and I never met I never met him before, you know. But obviously, we we always follow each other. Similar we observe, circles, we yeah. Observe, you know, everyone in the circle sees. You know, we got Instagram. Everybody's promoting, so right, right, right. we see what, what what everyone's up to, you know. So big props to the homie, and I got I got to see him and meet him, and we exchanged cards, and so that's another, you know. So it's just like uh, meeting different folks. That that's not always about the money, you know. It was my right, first right, time right. out there at hip hop, so right, right, also right. it's a little bit of different from what I usually do, you know. Yeah, this was not a community-based, conscious, revolutionary event. This was more like, <laughs> let's drink some beers, let's listen to some hip-hop, we're going to see yeah, some dancing, yeah, yeah. we're going to see some artwork. And uh, and if y'all haven't heard the episode with Face, uh, where we talk about Jelani and Street Rebirth, uh, all those dudes are just like really solid dudes, man. Like, I hit up Street Rebirth about the art walk. I was like, yo, come out. Maybe, you know, he could vend eventually in the future. Yeah. He's like, oh, I used to do that couple years back see he mm. said like three years ago he was at the Arwak ah, in Islos and he said ah. it kind of died out uh-huh. which is like what we talked about we're trying to bring it back trying right to bring it back, yeah. so he's like oh you know maybe I'll, maybe I'll swing by and you know so trying to reconnect give, give that. it a rebirth right give the ah! a street rebirth <laughs> rebirth first street rebirth first yeah, nah, man, yeah. So. so all those dudes are solid dudes like Jelani too is just like uh, that was a hustler you know in every yeah, sense of the word and his whole job is promotion like uh, higher ground promotions is how that's his company it's how he you know that's like his main bulk of work and he promotes festivals and shows yeah. and so like it's, it's good to be surrounded by uh uh just uh folks that think alike you know so well his whole job is networking that's his yeah. whole his whole bread and butter is based off of how many people he knows or how many people know him or how many people he could reach out to so just like having someone like that in your corner for what we're trying to do is just like it's a blessing dog it's a yeah. blessing because yeah like i connected you with that event where he was you know vendors and i i also got sada in there too like i, I hooked her up yeah she was trying to vend more yeah we, so we, i tagged her so like at this point i've probably given july like three or four vendors like that i know from my network uh, like for hip-hop so like oh well, i met i met sara right and then i went out to do an event in pacoima and she was out there and she was out there yeah we did the uh, uh words uh festival out in pacoima uh organized by tia chuchas if, if anybody's out there tia chuchas is a big uh they, they're a bookstore okay but it's an organization community organization Got and you. They provide their space uh you know awesome space so we had a they had an event out there and I was out there last uh, December and they, they liked me so they invited me back. You know? We so, like you, dog. <laughs> the first time you were here, they were like, bring them back. So I ended up I ended up going back to Pacoima and I I, actually, I printed some Pacoima shirts for them and some stickers and some buttons. So they were like, I'm pretty sure I'll be back in December, you know. So just working with those folks and I met I ran into Sara out there. So right. it kind of felt like because we're out, you know, I was out with with the Pacoima, so I don't. I don't I don't. You're out of your area. I'm a little she bit out, out of my area. area. Yeah, out yeah. Of her area too, Even so. though man, the, the 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 organizers out there in the community, they always show me love, you know. But it's good to see when you when you see start seeing more familiar faces, you know. And and I ran into Sara actually out there, so it was cool. I was like, hey man, we just met the other day. Nice to see you out here, you know. Hustling, grinding, right? It was like on a Sunday. So, so we out there working. You mentioned Pacoima. Pacoima, yeah. Which is far. Yeah. Uh, you recently framed for a show in Santa Monica. 
Yeah, we did a, yeah, yeah. And you, uh... Latinividad and Focus. And where else? I feel like you're you're expanding your range. Because before, yeah. when you were last year, well, you're like, I'm an East Los. I'm the only screen printer frame guy in East Los. Like, and now it's like, okay, you're not in East Los no yeah. more. You're not just in East Los anymore. Well, I, I feel like that's why I quit my job. Because I had, like, these these two shows, you know? People are looking me, to me to, to frame their stuff. And so I kind of figured, like, oh, man. I'm busy. I'm busy, you know. So I, when I've I've had that or uh, that happened to me already before, and and when I get busy, I tend to just kind of focus on that, and I stop selling to uh, you know I stop taking orders just because I'm so busy that uh, it it just kind of it doesn't let me uh, snowball what I'm doing. You know what I mean? It's just like the trickle down effect. It just kind of stops there, you know. So I figure like if I'm gonna quit my job, this is this is the time, you know. So I yeah we did a. Uh, Latinividad in focus at the Annenberg uh, Beach House in Santa Monica. Uh, that nice. sounds like a tongue twister, it's, oxymoron. Man, yeah, yeah. First of all, like but the, Latinx, the sh- Latin, Latinividad, Latinavi- Latinividad. Yeah, la- yeah. <laughs> in Santa Monica, which it's, is like not like a big Latino. Com- yeah, 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 yeah. The the the, the homies, uh, Vanessa and Enio, uh, they submitted a, a proposal. Uh, to to the organization, it's a nonprofit that runs the space, and they actually got they got a, a small grant. You know, I mean, that doesn't really cover much, but they got the opportunity to be there, and they're gonna be there for three months with so their stuff hanging. With their stuff that hanging you out framed. there that we framed out there, yeah. So I got to meet the the folks who run that space, and you know, we got. To, I also got to you know, they like my stuff. So he said, "Man, you made these frames." I said, "Yeah." He's like, "Wow, that's pretty good," you know. So. You know, West Side, uh, we're out there in the West Side. The West Side, the West side. of the after party. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, uh, yeah, and then uh, right after that show, I had another show with, with uh, the homie Manuel Lopez. Um, he had just came out in the LA Times for his artwork. He does the sketches from uh, all over East LA and Los Angeles area. Uh, just chart, you know, pencil sketches. Man, really, really, really. It, it, it has his own feel, you know, I feel like he found his niche, you know, we were talking about last time finding your niche, I feel like he found his niche, you know, and uh, we framed 40 pieces for him for the show, so that was just, you know, staying busy, staying busy, uh, and, and so just I feel like the framing is growing, you know. So this was, a, I feel like we're, I'm, I'm seeing some strategy here that maybe we didn't cover last time. You were working simultaneously running your business right right and then once your business got to like a critical point you quit the job i quit the job yeah so maybe that's like a strategy you know that maybe other people like maybe i have to move into that strategy where i go get a job and i build some shit on the side until it hits a critical mass and yeah you know what and and now that you talk about that i i felt like uh, and because it just brought it back to me where i was thinking like man i'm not ready for this right like financially i'm not ready for this but I'm like, man, I've been getting ready for this. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one day, ten thousand hours. Yeah. I was standing in my my three hundred feet square feet shop. You know, which for those of you who can measure is not is not really big. You know, it's, <laughs> it's really big, really it's small. So uh, hey, I, you're doing I, big things there, bro. You're doing man, big things there, bro. People walk in there, they say, man, you do everything out of here, right? <laughs> and it's like, yeah. So we we make good use of the space, you know. But um, um it kind of I I felt I I found myself standing there and I said, man, what do I have in my savings? Like nothing. You know, what I have in my bank account, maybe like one month's rent money. And but I looked around and I say, wow, like I, I really do have all of this, though. You know, this is where my my I don't have any savings because my money's 
going in here you know what i mean yeah 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 it's like if you're doing catering and you don't have any cash in your pocket but you got all these pots and pans and, and your grills kitchen. and your kitchen and yeah. you're cooking and that's where your investment is you know investing in the right tools to to move forward you know what i mean so i've, I've kind of made a, a those choices just and then it kind of led up to this you know to the point for me to be able to say you know one day just like you know what i'm you you push the envelope today you know what and today's today's the day and so I had put in my two-week notice that day. And, and you just and, didn't show up. <laughs> and I called him back on Sunday, and I said, you know what? I, I'm not, I, don't, I don't feel like uh, going back to a place where where doesn't value me or doesn't treat me right. So giving him two more weeks of my time, I felt like it wasn't even, it wasn't right for me. You know, maybe it would have been the right thing to do professionally or... If you were or, looking for another job, maybe, if, if and you they, needed him well, as a reference If he would have treat, treated me professionally, maybe I would have treated him the same, you know? Mm. So that's kind of what it was. So he's trying to take advantage of me here and there. So at the end, it was just like, you know what? I'm tired Go of this. Fuck I'm, ti I'm tired of this, you know? And, and yeah, I called him back Sunday and said, you know what? I, I can't go back. Right. I can't. I just I can't. You know, I didn't feel it in me. That's That's how I felt last time, you know? When I quit my other job, when I got yelled at and screamed at, I was like, man, I, I, I can't go back to that, you know? Like, I'm out here doing all this revolutionary work, and then I'm going to work getting treated like shit. And, yeah, and, and, you're telling workers they could break their chains, and here you are chained to fucking, the fucking... Yeah, yeah, you know, so I said, you know what, I'm tired of this, so I, I, that was the, 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 the last... Uh, you know what, though? That's why I feel like I'm getting tested right now, because I feel like... I feel like everything's been going good. I've been getting jobs. Like, I've been getting, you know, like, it's been yeah. snowballing. I've been, like you said, you know, like, like I recently just did this, uh, I DJed at UC San Diego for the alumni, 40 under 40. And uh, I dropped a song from a, a, it's a 07 song, In the Waiting Line. If anybody knows it, it's a dope-ass track. Um I played the song just because I liked the song and I was like in my vibe. You know, I was like, oh, it's a good song to play right mm -hmm. now. Well, after like the owner of the production company came up to me and was like, yo, I've never heard anybody drop that band in their DJ set. I never heard a DJ set play that. Like, I never heard a DJ play that song or anything from that group. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, I like that shit. Like, that's like, I just play what I like to play, you know? I play like music I like to listen to. And he's like, trip out. He showed me his text messages and he had text his 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 partner like he, he texted her like hey the dj's playing zero seven right now and she took a screenshot that she was also listening to zero seven she's like oh dj's on my vibe you know and so he came up after he's like yo i wanted to tell you this and um and we started chatting it up and uh i kind of told him that he inspired me because when i was working at uc san diego we worked with his production company a lot mm -hmm. and they do like like semi trucks of equipment, you know, like they be bringing yeah, semi yeah, trucks yeah. out, like stages, like commencement where we had the Dalai Lama. They did it, the stage, the fucking all the the. You had who? The Dalai Lama. Oh, yeah. You see San Diego? <laughs> no, yeah. No, um. So like, so at this event, it was like you know L L. LCD screens and like lights that move, like just yeah, yeah. big production sounds, everything, right? So. We were chatting, and I told him, I was, he was like, yo, you know, like your personality, like your music selection, this, this, and that. He's like, and he introduced himself to me, and I was like, actually, we, we worked together before, because I used to work for the team. And he's like, oh, man, I feel so dumb, I forgot this, this, and that. And I told him, I was like, yo, like, realistically, like, seeing your team and your production, kind of what inspired me to do my thing, because I, I kind of saw what you were doing, and I was like, I want to do this, you know, I want to, I want to be able to create these experiences and he started getting all teary-eyed and he was like man you know i'm gonna try to get you more work like i do stuff in la all the time always need a good dj so just oh. like 
that kind of stuff, right? Putting yourself, doing high-level high work, showing up. And then all this stuff's going good. I'm getting all these referrals. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm just getting hit with all this, like, negative stuff, negative stuff, negative stuff. And I almost feel like, I almost feel like it's a test to be like, okay, like, yeah, you, you get on the podcast, you get on the radio, and you talk about when everything's dope. But, like, what's yeah. going to happen when it's all fucked up? Are you still going to be down? Like, it's a, that's kind of yeah. how I feel. Like, I feel like someone's testing me to be like, do you really want this? Like, how bad do you want it? Are you down to go under and be in the red and have to deal with all the stress? Like, do you want it that bad? Or are you only want yeah. it when it's good, you know? So I kind of feel like I'm in that zone where it's like, I got I to gotta find a way to push through this, you know? And well, even me now, having, having this time now, but not, not having a boss. Also, me having to regulate myself, like, discipline, I feel like that's... That's something I'm working on right now, right? Discipline. So getting getting a, a, a just a, a something going every day and a routine and, and being being active and being produ- you know productive and, and uh, just trying to trying to do all those things, you know. And uh, but it's really hard. It ain't, it ain't easy, you know, to get yourself out of bed and and get over to the gym or you know go to work wherever you want to you know got to do what you got to do. You still got to get up and fight that feeling sometimes, you know. No, I'm do I do know because even man. like. I'm telling you, dog, like, I don't want to say uh, I'm in a depression right now or, or anything, but, like, i just been feeling, like, not a hundred, you know? Like, like I kind of slept all day today, yeah. not even because I was tired, just because, like, I didn't want to deal with, like, being awake. <laughs> being, yeah. Well, you, did I tell you I joined the gym? You. I joined the gym. Planet you, Fitness. You invited not, me to join the gym I'm, with I'm you. I'm not even about, like, topic. going to the gym, you know, but so I'm not about to pay 30, 40, 50 bucks a month to go to the gym because it's not even my thing, right? So right, right, right. I feel like uh, I went to Planet Fitness and signed up for 10 bucks a month, and I kind of been trying to make it a habit, you know, because I kind of felt like that, like, sluggish, you know, trying to... I work so hard and it's taxing on your body, but I never get it out, you know, like mm. get get that out. So I felt like just getting that good sweat in me, you know, I don't even lift weights right now, you know, because I just feel like I got to get myself in that routine of just getting to the gym is hard enough for me. You know what I mean? Like dealing with work, dealing with the Instagrams, dealing with events, dealing with school. Dealing, it's just I'm a one man show. Yeah, same. You know, dealing with 40 show pieces and, and having to go to an event, it's, just, it's crazy, you know? So trying to find that time, but, like, there's always time, you know? I yeah, feel you like make the time. You, you can, it, yeah. it, but it, it has to go back with, like, discipline, you know, and organization. So I've been trying to – that's also my weakness. So, you know, I recognize your weaknesses and try to build on those, you know? So I signed my ass up at the gym. One day I was driving to the shop, and I felt, like, sluggish, and I'd already been feeling that for a couple of days. So I turned around and – Went straight to Planet Fitness and signed up, you know, and I went home and put on some shorts and I went back to Planet Fitness and I went and I, I walked like three miles and I ran one, you know, mm-hmm. and I was in there like 40 minutes and, and it felt like, like I've been trying to get there, you know, right? Like, man, it, it was just a feeling of just being in there. Like, I guess sometimes you, you got to get to that point where you're like so fucking tired of that shit that it just motivates you to just go and do it, you know? I right, well, like going I'm do filling it. Filling up my tank. I gotta get to the point where it hits motivation level. I'm not Man, there yet. You know? <laughs> anger, <laughs> ang- anger, anger, and frustration can be can be good things because we all deal with those, you know. But it's like, where are we channeling that emotion, you know? Well, you know what? Since we've been having this conversation and I've been thinking about it, I haven't been creating lately. I'm a rapper, dude. I'm a musician. I make music. Like, like the whole point of all this shit was that I have shows to play at. <laughs> That's why, I, that's why I wanted to throw shows so I could book myself. Like, I haven't... And you're I, playing shows now. 
Yeah. And I'm not making music, though. Yeah. I don't remember the last time. I don't remember the last time I wrote something new. Uh, I think, like, the last time I recorded something new was maybe two, three weeks ago. It was one song. Yeah. And I've been performing it here and there. But it's not like it's out. There's no artwork for it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, I haven't been doing the, um, I haven't been doing the part that keeps me happy, if that makes sense. Because I've been on the, mm. I've been on the work side. I kind of feel yeah. like I'm in, I'm fe- kind of feel like I've just been making frames. Well, it, you know? It's like, a hard I feel cycle, like, you know? Because then you, you're creating and then you're out there hustling that. Right. But at the same time, you got to be creating because. To what's hustle? Com- what's what are you going to hustle next, right? if like, you're not creating? Yeah, right. so I'm in a weird yeah, I'm just in a weird zone right now. It's hard. It's hard. I'm trying to find that balance, you know? I know. I'm usually the one asking people how they do yeah. it. And I'm asking. I'm trying to figure out how I'm well, going to do I was it. Doing, I was doing real good when I first quit my job because I was sticking to the five, five, uh, the power list. The power list? The power list. Oh, five Andy items Frizzella. on the power list. I'm sorry, Andy. And, and been... I kind of I got away from that. And I know that, that accountability, you know? So I haven't been, even been listening to the podcast. I've been up I don't even that. know the last time I listened to the MFCEO podcast. And I felt like that, that organized my agenda throughout the day. I was able to organize my agenda through that, through that little, simple little task. And it forced me to be creative, you know? Because then at the end of the day, it's like, did you win or did you lose the day, you know? Right. Or did you make progress? So at right. least it's a measurement, you know? I feel like right now I've been so busy, I, I don't write these things down, so I'm trying to do everything at once, and, I, and I'm not finishing a single one, you know? Or the way that I want to do it, or the, pro- the process is just not working out for me right now, you know? So it's yeah. just kind of, it's been hard on, on that end, you know? So I feel like or, or trying to organize myself, Getting back to those those that that the basics, you know, the power list. Trying to you know trying to go to the gym, eat better, you know, feel better. I'm gonna join you. I'm gonna join yeah. you. One week from today on next week's show, I'm gonna come back uh-huh. and tell you that I've been following my list and I've been doing five critical tasks and I've been fucking. I got my <laughs> shit back together. That's my hey, goal. Man. That's my goal for the next seven days is to get my well, shit back when together. When we started going hard, that's how you know it was almost like we were checking each other. We you know? were. Like, what you been doing? What you been up to? You know, we both staying productive and, and you know trying to stay ahead of him and he's trying to stay ahead of but me. But then you got like, busy, dog, and I'm here hey, fucking. I'm hitting here I with know. all the bullshit. What the fuck? <laughs> all right. Hey, Ray, always a pleasure to have you in the studio. Thank you guys Uh, for having me. Ryan and Ray will be back again, I promise. Uh, This was probably like one of the easiest shows I've ever did. I got to just shut up and listen to you talk. It was dope. I didn't have to say shit. I, you, I, the, the listeners already knew all the questions. So I didn't have to ask the questions. It was easy. Yeah, man, it, it, but, but it ain't easy, you know? <laughs> at the end of the day, we're doing what we love to do, and, and, and that's what I'm hearing from you. It ain't easy, you know? We, we finally got to where we wanted to get to. Yeah. Well, at least the stage, right? Because now we, we got to refigure our goals, our strategies, kind of rethink about where, where we're going because we're kind of at a space where we were trying to get to. Yeah, so yeah, So we got to yeah. change up the goals, you know? So well, we, I feel like we got to, because, like, life is a series of stepping stones. It's like goals, right? You, yeah. you you set goals and you complete them. I feel like this goal was one that felt so far away, and now that I'm here, here. I don't have the next set. Yeah. Wow. I did, like, it's almost like I didn't think I was going to get here, yeah. so I never really thought about what was I was going to do after. And now that I'm here, I got to figure out, those next five, ten goals that I want to fucking achieve over the next five, ten yeah, years. I thought quitting was gonna be a couple of months, and then <laughs> it just it just happened, you know. So it's just we gotta be able to adapt, you know. That's what we were talking about last time too. Definitely to, to take the hits and 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 re, you know gather yourself. Gather yourself. Gather your energy, folk. You know. All right, fam. You've been tuning in to Recognition and Respect every Monday, eight to nine. If you haven't heard the past shows. 
go to the podcast app, check me out. There is some bonus episodes where people are interviewing me and I'm doing more talking about myself. So if you want to find out more about Sneaky, the man, the myth, the legend, the human being that's suffering, you know, go go listen. Listen to my music, a lot of my stories in there. Um, a lot of people have been telling me, you know, they want to hear more about me. This show is not about me, just so you know. <laughs> I'm not that narcissistic. But I've been telling Ray, I'm going to come do a show by myself, come in here solo one day. We're just trying Maybe to get I'll have Britney put a headset on and we'll just chat to each other. Because, you know, the world doesn't even know about Miss Britney Love, but we will. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, my birthday is actually this week, like for real, for real. Uh, my friends have been calling it International Sneaky Week. <laughs> uh, I think we're going to have to make that a thing. So yeah. next year we'll be, instead of doing a whole month, we're just going to celebrate a whole week straight. Yeah, <laughs> the actual yeah, week of my birthday. Yeah. Uh, this Friday and Saturday, I will be having events where you can come out and hang, say happy birthday to me, buy my new shirts, I have new merch, support the mission, support the goal. Uh, help me create again. Help me pay my bills so I don't have to fucking be in this rat race. Uh, buy merch, buy music. Um, Downey Brewing Company, I'm going to be rapping out there and selling shirts on Friday the 15th. That's Downey Brewing Company on Paramount and 3rd in the city of Downey. Downtown right Downey. off of the 5 freeway, like 5 and Paramount. You're basically pretty much there. Or... Uh, 710 and Florence, and then go it was my first Downey. time being there a little while back when we went. Oh, yeah, see Alex DJ there, and yeah. he's actually a nice spot. Shout out Lovesick, he came out to my birthday on Friday at the, at the Speakeasy, yeah. And uh, he's the one that got me that gig, so he's gonna be DJing. I'm gonna do a rap set, we're gonna be hanging out, nice. I'm gonna get him some free food, sounds bomb. Um, and then on the 16th, I'm gonna be at Indie Brewing Company. Fucking love Indie. If you haven't heard, I think I talk about them every show. But the homie Dewey Fam from San Francisco is coming down to do an all vinyl house set. Uh, vinyl e house. Vinyl. Vinyl, like real vinyl yeah, yeah, house. Yeah, house. Wow. Indie Brewery, 7 to 10. Come out uh, off of 7th Street. Just search it. You can find us. Celebrate my birthday. Cotivarte is going to be out there. The homegirl uh, Visa is going to be out there with her art. I'll be selling my new t-shirts, trying to keep the dream alive. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to my rant. Um, follow me on Instagram, at officialsneaky or sneakyent. Follow Ray at Cotivarte Studios. Yeah. And uh, tune in next week, man. Hopefully... I'll be in a better headspace, and if not, you're going to hear about it because I ain't afraid to talk about my mental health and how whack my life might be sometimes. You know why? Because I turn that shit around. This, well, is, my, this is my life. All, all of a sudden, it's a hot topic right now. Men, no, mental health. All of a sudden, no. It's been. Right. It's, it's been. been. Rest in peace. If anybody out there is struggling, I know it's cliche. Reach out. If you see your homie struggling, reach out. I had a bunch of homies call me and send me messages and... It's, it was really like, wow, fucking, you know? You, you tweet some shit and you think no one reads it and motherfuckers be calling you. So put it out there. You never know who's going to hit you up and have your back and save your life. I love you and I will see you all next week, Monday night, 8 to 9. Recognition and respect with your boy, Sneaky. Take us out, Miss Love. All right, all right. Both, 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 both.